Hey there, John Morris here from johnmorrisonline.com, and welcome to another episode of The John Morris Show. And in this episode, I'm going to be answering another one of your questions. And the question is, what are the best sources for potential freelance jobs? So I'm going to share the far and away number one website for getting freelance jobs. I'm also going to be sharing a step-by-step set of instructions for building your freelance career and how to karate kick the freelance job-killing myth I see so many freelancers buying into to the side with a simple switch in thinking so you can open yourself up to a bunch more clients and revenue. Now, before I do, I want to let you know to head on over to my YouTube channel and check out all the free training I have there. And I have playlists on topics ranging from building your first website to responsive web design, PHP, MySQL, freelancing, and more. And all that's available at youtube.com slash John Morris video. And I will, of course, link to that in the description here. Now... For today's episode. So what are the best places to find quality, high-paying freelance jobs? I think a lot of freelancers struggle with this and I believe that they make a mistake in their approach. And I find a lot of freelancers believe in what I call the all-in myth or approach to freelancing. And so what this is, is you either go all in with freelance sites or all in with getting clients from your own website, or you go all in with Odesk, or you go all in with Freelancer, or you go all in with Elance and ignore the others, or you go all in with ABC strategy for getting clients or XYZ strategy and ignore the others. And the idea, I believe, is to keep things simple. Because most web designers and web developers and really freelancers in general hate selling themselves. They hate marketing and they believe that they stink at marketing. So they want to do as little of it as possible and they want to, in their minds, have convinced themselves that they want to keep things simple. Well, that's a losing approach. So Elance and Odesk had 2.8 million jobs posted to its sites in 2014. Freelancer.com had 7.5 million freelance jobs posted to its site. And in the United States, freelancers earned $715 billion in revenue. So why in the world would you cut yourself off from any of that. See, the right approach is to leverage every aspect of the market in order to get jobs, not to cut out a certain section of the freelancing industry or certain sites or certain approaches. You want to be on Elance. You want to be on Odesk. You want to be on Freelancer. You want to get work from your own website. You want to diversify as much as possible And put yourself every place that the jobs are. And when you do that, that's going to increase the opportunity that a client will find you, like what they see, and hire you. 
And the thing is, it's not that much more com complex. You can use the same information across all of those sites. There's nothing that says that you can't have the same information on Elance, on Odesk, and on Freelancer. And clients, 99% of them, aren't going to go to each one of those sites and see you have the same information. Likely, they're going to stick to one and get all their jobs there. Even if they were to go to every single site and see your profile and see you had the same information, does it really matter? What, what would you need to say differently on Odesk versus Elance or Freelancer and so forth? So, again, you can use the same information across all those sites. So it's not any more complex using one versus the other. And frankly, if a client wants to give you money, do you really care that you have to log into Freelancer instead of Odesk? If you do, you shouldn't. So snap out of it. Don't worry so much about the best site and find the top three to five where all of the jobs are and be on all of them because the jobs are there. They're there for you to find and get. You just need, need to make sure you open yourself up to all of it. So when I hear these questions about what's the best site, it's not really about finding the best site. It's about finding the most popular ones or the ones that have the most jobs and getting on those sites and getting yourself in front of clients. That out of the way, then what are the best places or what are some of the best sites to find potential freelance jobs? Well, first and foremost, you want to ultimately get the majority of your clients from your own website. Freelance sites are designed to make you compete. So you'll always, 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 always make less and work more when you get jobs from there. There's simply more competition, which drives the price down and causes more feature creep. So you will always make less and work more. So the far and away number one winner best site to get freelance jobs on is your own yourdomain.com so you want to engage in a process if you're just starting out where you can build up your reputation and your profile to where you can move to getting most of your work from your own website now to start out and do that straight away can be a little bit difficult because you have to try and get all the traffic to your site so you can use freelance sites to engage in a marketplace that already has a lot of traffic and already has a lot of activity and then slowly move that over to your own website. So again, the far and away number one winner is your own website. Now I know that that's probably not the answer that you're after. So from there, you have two distinct types of freelancing sites. You have what I call, or call open networks and you have curated networks. So open networks like Elance, Odesk, and Freelancer are sites that are easy to get approved on and they have a really high number of jobs available on them. However, they also have millions and millions of other freelancers. And so the competition is extremely fierce. And you, if you've been on these sites, you probably know this already, that you will find yourself competing on price quite a bit and getting undercut 
by developers who are tried charging five or ten dollars an hour for projects because the standard of living uh, the cost of living where they are is just so much lower that to them that's plenty of money for what they're doing so there are ways around it but again if you've been on those sites it's still pretty annoying curated sites on the other hand like crew top tal zip task and others they have a lot more rigorous application process. However, if you make it through that application process, you're competing with a lot less developers for the jobs that they have available, and they're really kind of in the business of keeping you employed. They spend a lot of time and energy getting you through the application process. So once you're through, they want to keep you happy. So they're going to try and find you work. So... Uh, again, there's generally a lot less competition and you'll generally get paid more for what you do on these sites uh, simply because the the standard or the quality uh, expectation is much, much higher. So then the question is, which freelance site should you choose? Which one of these or which number of these should you be on? Again, the ultimate goal is to get most of your work from your own website but if you're just starting out you're going to likely have to go with a site like elance odesk or freelancer.com in order to gain experience and build up your profile if you're just starting out it's not very likely that you're going to be able to go on a site like toptal or ziptask or the others and get approved over there because they're looking for specific freelancing experience that you can show so if you're just starting out, you're probably going to have to go Elance, Odesk, or Freelancer and just, just deal with it. We've all been there. Trust me, it gets better, and you will get through it. And, and again, over on there, you want to focus on building up your profile and your reputation so that you have things that you can add to your resume so that you could take the next step, which is once you've established yourself, then you can move toward the curated sites and work on getting accepted there. And if you've done a good amount of work and you've delivered over on the, the open networks, then you should uh, eventually have a good resume that you can take over that will impress the people on these other sites. So uh, you can move towards getting accepted on those sites. Once you've done that, you've got accepted on those sites and you're working and getting jobs, you may find that you're just happy that way. That you're getting enough work you like what you're working on, you're making what you want to make, you're not overworked, etc., etc., and you may just stay that way, and that's that's 100% fine. However, I think most people will eventually want to, as you move to becoming more and more of a professional, you'll want to uh, move towards getting work from your own uh, site because, you're just again, you're just simply going to make more money, you have more control over the process, uh, there's not somebody taking a cut of what you're making and so forth. And so once you build enough of a reputation between the open networks, between the curated site, then you will start to reach a point where clients will seek you out because so-and-so worked with so-and-so and they heard your name and they Googled you and they found your website and you had a nice services page. You had quality portfolio and testimonials and so forth and they contacted you in order to hire you. That's ultimately what you want to get to. So the freelance site that you choose depends where you're at in the above process. So again, if you're brand new, you're going to have to go with an open network. 
If you're fairly established, then you're going to have to go with a curated site. And if you're a pro, then you can likely start with your own website, build up your services page, your portfolio, your testimonials, and so forth, and then start pushing traffic to it and all the different ways that you can do that. So again, wherever you are in the process will determine which sites that you're going to go with. So now, here's how to actually take this and put it into action. So the first thing that you want to do is take a look at your career and determine where you're at with it and be hard-nosed and honest with yourself. Just look at it and determine where you're at. Then, based on that, you want to list three to five freelance sites for you to target. So what are the three to five that you want to be on? If you're in the beginning stage, maybe probably Elance, Odesk, Freelancer, Guru, uh, there's people per hour, and the number number of other ones out there that you could look at and target and to get your profile on. If you're in the more intermediate section, then you may look at sites again like Crew, TopTal, ZipTask, Staff.com, some of the other ones that are out there. So again, look at the freelance sites based on your positions that you can go after and list them and target them. And then at that point, write your bio or application and apply to these sites. If it's an open network, it's about filling out your profile. If it's a curated network, you kind of have to fill out more of an application and upload a resume and so forth. But, but again, whatever it is, write write that stuff up and, and submit those uh, and get going on those sites. Get your information on those sites so that you can get out there in front of clients. And then, again, depending on the network, you can get out there and start bidding on jobs putting yourself out there and trying to get clients. All right, so that's my answer to what are the best sources for finding potential freelance jobs. Now, if you have a question for me, you can head on over to johnmorrisonline.com slash Cora and invite me to answer your question over there. You can tweet me at JP Morris or you can head on over to facebook.com slash johnmorrisonline and ask me your question there. If you like this episode, be sure to like it so that I know this is the kind of information that you're after. If you haven't, subscribe. And if you would, if you know somebody who'd benefit from this, if you could share it with them, I'd certainly appreciate it. Finally, I have a free gift for you over at johnmorrisonline.com. It is my seven strategies to turn your code into cash cheat sheet where I'm going to show you seven different ways that you can monetize your coding skills. So head on over to johnmorrisonline.com to download that cheat sheet. All right, everybody. Thanks for watching. I'll talk to you next time.